0: how all the technology works behind it, and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving, and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrumbacher.com forward slash podcast course, and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Jonathan Satovsky. Jonathan, are you ready to do this? Let's go. Excellent. Let's do this. Jonathan is a CFP, a CHFC, a CIMA. He is the founder of Zatowsky Asset Management and the author of Your Rich Life, A Human Approach to Investment and Building the Wealth of Your Dreams. I'm excited to have you on. Jonathan, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. So
1: thanks for having me, George. I think that many people stumble into the field of finance, some people get into the field of finance because they have ambitions to make a lot of money, other people get into finance to learn about it, other people get into finance to approach it with the uh, heart of a social worker and the mind of a capitalist to try to make an impact in people's lives the best you can. And for me, I had uh, divorced parents at a very young age and saw a vulnerable mother and wanted to... To learn about money so that I made people as financially independent as possible my mother being the the primary root of that motivation you know I saw people being vulnerable and or being dependent on someone else and you know it causes some pretty difficult decisions and a lot of angst and anxiety that I wanted to eliminate from certainly my own family's life and you know wanted to use that knowledge base to help others
0: I certainly appreciate that. And you are in, in the New York area and going through some unique times right now.
1: No doubt. Um, the, you know, root of Maslow's hierarchy of need is, you know, psychological safety, you know, safety of having somewhere to sleep, food, water, health, you know, a lot of things that... Um, as we're learning, as we're speaking today, liquidity is like oxygen. Everyone takes it for granted. And when it disappears, you know, people are, people can suffer a lot of pain. So it's, uh, it's a particularly unique moment in time for sure.
0: Yeah, Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So to have a, to have a substantive and meaningful conversation with that as the backdrop, we will, we will do our best. Um so so you've been you've been at this for 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 quite some time.
1: Uh for 25 years for uh, well, a quarter of a century. So yes, I'm I'm starting to date myself a bit.
0: Nice. <laughs> and what what was the motivator for putting pen to paper for the book?
1: So, you know, what I've seen and I think anyone that's been in the field of finance for 25 years and probably in any profession, you know, if you're a doctor or a lawyer or um police officer, you know, people get in the profession thinking that they have to learn the, uh, the skills that it takes, all of the knowledge-based skills that it takes to be book smart in a particular field. And, you know, someone could be book smart, you know, coincidentally, I turned on the show, Patch Adams the other, the other day, I only watched about 10 minutes of it. But the excerpt that I saw was how one guy was super proficient and Patch was maybe equally book smart, but he brought a human element to it. So what inspired me to write the book is the fact that there could be rules and particular patterns of how people are supposed to behave in finance. You know, you learn this, you're supposed to do this. So certainly, you know, everyone can learn all the facts, but I don't think people recognize how much emotion play part in the field of financial decision making and, you know, financial planning, wealth management, investing. It's, um, it's became much more intense for me the last 25 years. And you could certainly say that today everyone's feeling the intensity of how much emotions play a part in financial decision-making. And, uh, so I wrote a book with the idea in mind that if I had to teach my children, my three children, or future generations or people I love and care about. You know, this isn't about me. You know, I definitely don't have all the answers, but there are certain fundamental truths. You can take some basics and say, okay, here, here's what you're taught in school, but here's a lot of stuff in between the lines, the gray areas that you aren't taught about resilience, uh, about emotional intelligence, about adversity, about being uncomfortable, about, you know, having a mindset of abundance over scarcity, of realizing that, you know, every setback is another, another frickin' growth opportunity for (laughs) your polite audience. And, um, you know, there is not a perfect path. There is not a silver bullet. You're not going to find it on the internet. You're not going to find it searching through Google. You know, maybe you'll find it through some more greater introspection of understanding the root relationship that you have with money and, you know, what someone says that they want isn't always what they want. So, you know, being a compassionate advisor and building a community of compassionate advisors, realizing that, you know, this is there's a major human element to be able to help an individual on their journey with their relationship with money so that they can be um mentally and, uh, financially as strong as possible and resilient as possible to be able to weather whatever hurricanes or storms we're in. And as you know, we're in, we're in a little bit of a hurricane at the moment. So, you know, this, this will pass at some point in time, but the magnitude of the hurricane is always hard to measure. So it's, um, it's maybe prescient that I wrote it. I started it in 2016 at the, uh, heels of, uh, you know, seeing the emotions of people and just having needing a venue to be able to rant
0: yeah well, I certainly appreciate that and we are sort of in the middle not sort of we're and I don't even know if we're in the middle we're we're in the storm right now and people are trying to make heads and tails out of everything so how 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 do you like to talk about this idea of abundance over scarcity just generally and then maybe we can apply that to going through an event like we're going through.
1: Well, let's apply it to the field of finance and financial planning. And there's a big intersection. I think people's education and understanding about money and numbers you know, is, is complicated. So here, let me apply the idea of scarcity and abundance uh, it, to financial planning. Sorry, I, I don't know how not to just jump right in. But you know, in financial planning, one of the things that people um, need to be mindful of is the root of decision making, as odd as it sounds, is for me, has been approaching it like a medical professional of taking the diagnostics of someone's finances and doing an inventory of their blood work, like their balance sheet and their cash flow, because how can you prescribe Medication or how can you give advice without knowing someone's balance sheet and cash flow? And that requires an intimate collaborative conversation ongoing to be able to stay on top of someone's balance sheet and cash flow so that people have enough liquidity lines of credit and or um, understanding of How things work for their own ecosystem to be able to weather um, You know what the range of outcomes, you know can be in the world and how they can weather it and certainly uh, as it repl- as it applies to the idea of abundance versus scarcity If you if you're able to and not a, you know 70 to 80 percent of the population has a very difficult time getting to a Foundation level of knowing that their basic needs are being met so getting to a point where that people have enough liquidity to be able to um, cover contingencies and emergencies or you know going two to eight weeks without you know, without a paycheck. I mean, that's, you know, that's that foundational work of financial planning and and work is, is, you know, crucial to be able to enable people to even dream about an idea of an abundance abundance. So there's a lot of hard work that, ta- that it takes both initially and over a lifetime to perpetually remember habits and behaviors and discipline to be able to pay yourself first and all the boring things that you learn in planning that you're like, you know, I don't have time to, you know, Pay attention to those factors, but those factors There's a reason that some basic principles are needed to be able to have a rainy day fund and to be able to you know cover emergencies And contingencies once you have those basic roots foundationally applied then you can Mentally imagine how you can bounce back and how you can weather storms and again everyone's not in that position and it's very hard to get people in that position and You know, when people have setbacks, I guess the uh, idea to apply for everyone in imagining what abundance would look like is to creatively come up with solutions to get to the other side of the storms that eventually hit you during your life and how you how do you get through them with with uh, with faith and confidence that, uh, you know, there's every setback is a learning opportunity for a bigger and better future.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. So you you focus in 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 your practice with 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 clients who are probably very wealthy and probably clients who are on their way to be wealthy. Would would you say that that cash flow conversation is a through line with everybody you have to and they have to be constantly managing that and looking at it that that that, that really never goes away.
1: Well, it's it's no longer just me. I've been fortunate to have a, a, a great team that 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 helps me and helps you know uh, uh, extend the compassion and uh, diligence of paying attention to someone's balance sheet and cash flow and their emotional uh, state of mind at, 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 through through different points in time. But um, it, it, it's it's started a range to give you an idea. One of the first clients that we started with was. Um, A partner at a major accounting firm. And uh, I came in on a Saturday and we got him saving $100 a month to get him out of debt. So I didn't, I didn't exclusively only work with people that had a lot of money, but helping that single family go from a point of being in debt to getting in better habits and developing a structure and a discipline and getting them into a rhythm and a mindset of behavior that could help set a foundation looking out to the horizon through their current storm looking out 10 20 30 years down the road realizing that you know life is a long journey and it's not a straight path uh that single discipline from someone starting from really really ground zero or negative they had a negative net worth at the time uh trans you know can transform someone Particularly if you're starting, you know with nothing to actually look at, you know declines in financial markets excited that you're You know buying stakes and businesses at you know at greater discounts and and, you know uh, with greater optimism That you're thinking out ten years not two to three months and it depends on where you are in your life cycle of when you need money in terms of asset liability matching, but It's a, it's a fundamental process that is needed and, you know, the outcome, there is not a single day you can measure the outcome and feel totally relaxed because it's a lifelong process. So if you ever totally relax and feel like you've got it all figured out, you're about to be hit in the head by a two (laughs) by four and realize, you know, this, this too shall pass, but you know, it's a, it's a perpetual process that needs to be constantly, uh, uh, engaged and collaborated with with people uh, throughout the journey.
0: Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. And so, it's 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 always this combination of obviously you need to understand and, and have an understanding of how money works, but then it's the behavioral stuff. So we talked about how seventy to eighty percent of people may never reach that place where they have the cash flow stability to start dreaming about abundance, and is that just because they don't have somebody to sort of guide them along this process, like you were able to guide that, that person to get out of debt and then get on the path to prosperity? Uh,
1: you know, I think we all probably need a coach at different moments in our life. You know, I you know, read about Tiger Woods having, you know, golf coaches to help him navigate. You know, you would think, wait, the best golf in the world, why does he need a coach? And, you know, often the most talented people Uh, You know, even Tom Brady has a coach, you know, so uh, everyone needs a coach and or a a partner, an accountability partner to help develop some discipline when fall off track, because it's hard to stay disciplined. It's hard to, you know, many people don't have self-discipline to manage everything themselves because their mind meanders or they get seduced, uh, you know, by various people that might be extraordinarily outspoken or confident you know when you hear media particularly in days like we're living through today you'll hear people express things with such dogmatic confidence of certainty oh this is you know this is absolutely right and you know their credibility could be based on what they most you know their most their position of power or respect or trust but Uh, That dogmatism of being right, of being absolutely right and absolutely certain is something that people should be a little um, hesitant to um, take with such blind faith because it causes people to change their path at sometimes the most inopportune moments in time when people are feeling most vulnerable.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think you can point to every segment of 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 life there. If it is some financial pundit getting up and talking about the, maybe the market's doing awesome and you should jump on this opportunity or it's doing terrible and you need to do this or it's a politician, whatever it might be. I, I, I appreciate what you're saying a hundred percent. Um don't just believe them because they uh they they, they have their standing or, or their station. Maybe it's trust but verify. So <laughs> especially in well times it's like just
1: this. It, it's just it's just you know you gotta you gotta obviously take care of yourself and your family and your loved ones and your ecosystem but everyone needs to come to a position and this is a really difficult process for everyone it doesn't matter whether you have a lot of money and you want to protect the money that you have or you have nothing and you're you know living on the edge of the cliff you know everyone needs to be able to find a way to get to a degree of inner calm to be able to irrational calm voice when everyone else is losing their head you know as as the famous you know Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway you know often commentate you know it's not uh intellectual intelligence it's emotional intelligence it's temperament that that has differentiated their ability to be able to succeed over the last 50 years uh relative to most other people's just trying not to do anything too stupid over time
0: <laughs> I appreciate that Well, Jonathan, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Well, I think I just threw it out there, but uh, I'll I'll just reiterate the idea to uh, find a way to be able to come to a degree of inner calm and patience, resilience, and the opportunity to learn every day and be open-minded to the fact that we have a long journey ahead And there'll be many storms that you have to weather, ups and downs, and the ability to be able to be mentally resilient for the purpose of leadership, for the purpose of personal development, and the purpose of uh, your family and your community and your culture is um, an opportunity for every single person, no matter where their station is in life, to be able to
0: take on. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets – come on. Come on and particularly in times like these. So I appreciate that very much. Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Where can they get a copy of the book?
1: Uh, I appreciate it. You can, you know, we have a website, satovsky.com, S-A-T-O-V-S-K-Y.com, where we do uh, provide wealth management to multi-generational families and endowments. And the, book can be found on Amazon, your rich life, you know, human approach to, uh, to building the uh, wealth of your dreams is a, uh, available on Kindle and in book form. And I think that whether you're interested in finance or you're interested in learning, uh, it's a very short book with, you know, with, with pictures for those that don't like to read a lot. So we got images to make it a little bit easier, more digestible and relatable, Try to write it so that anyone from the ages of seven, uh, seventh grade to uh, 100 years old could be able to uh, glean something. So, I highly recommend people, uh, you know, send me a uh, email. And uh, if there's anything that uh, they gleaned from it, I uh, would make me feel like I've made my small contribution.
0: So, thank you. Appreciate that. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jonathan your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to satovsky.com. Check out all the great resources they have on the site. Pick up a copy of Your Rich Life, A Human Approach to Investment and Building the Wealth of Your Dreams on Amazon. Thank you again, Jonathan. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.